This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hello and welcome once again to Hawkside Guns Podcast. Uh, I am Sean, with me is Bona. Hello. And this week we were going to do something a little bit more fun uh, for for us since we were kind of in a lull here between uh, some of the heavier things that we were going to take on in the next coming coming weeks here. And we're going to talk about our favorite guns. Uh, we had uh, several people ask, oh, what's your favorite gun? So we have actually all kinds of, of favorite guns. Uh, there's It reaches all over everywhere. But uh, I, I guess between the two of us and our styles differ slightly. Uh, which is, which is Polite. something of an understatement. Uh, and there's all kinds, as as anybody knows, there's all kinds of guns out there for every. That's why they have several several different models. Uh, there's stuff for everybody and and all kinds of different uh, configurations. So we thought we'd go over just kind of a fun deal to go over a couple of our personal favorites. And there are some that he won't even shoot of mine and some that that's I actually won't even true. Shoot <laughs> I don't want to shoot that. I'm Never not, mind. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll also probably put together some of our least favorite guns uh, we can in a sp- cast we later can sprinkle on. Sprinkle that in there if you want. Sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess our the the first and and this has changed um just in the last couple of years, the first type of gun we're going to go over is actually my favorite, which is uh, no surprise to anyone listening to this cast, a shotgun. Uh, recently, in the last couple of years, we started shooting. Uh, I, at the time when Bona had uh, came to me and was, I want to do shotguns, I didn't even own one. Uh, now I have. Did you not own anything at that point? I did not own a shotgun at we, the that's time. Right, we had to go out. We and had get to, you at our first gun show together. We yeah. went and did the uh, the uh, Winchester. Yeah, uh, that's right. We, that is. Correct. I did not own one. I, I had. I was sold. old, and I had. I was. Well, you already heard from previous casts. If you listen to, them. I, I I couldn't hit anything with a shotgun, and uh, I decided that damn it, I wasn't going to go like that. <laughs> it was. It looked like way too much fun, and yeah, uh, it was early, early. As spring. long as I had somebody to go with me, I was willing to take it on. So. Uh, yeah, it was early spring. We went to a gun show. I I had sold my uh, little four ten pump, which I kick myself in the ass for every day uh since they're around twelve hundred dollars now um for a decent for the one for the shape the one i had was in it was it was like twelve hundred bucks to replace it um i think i traded it for a table um those wives yeah it'll do it those oh wives god will do it she was just time. oh you don't even shoot that thing anymore anyway and we're gonna have kids soon and you should just get rid of it of course we kept her service guns by the way anyway um so, but it is it is a shotgun, and uh, Bona, your favorite. I, I I even know what this is. Yeah, uh, my favorite is also uh, one that we've refurbished and recovered, and is not new. I have a Remington eight seventy, an old Remington eight seventy, as in with the round foregrips, uh, yeah. that was somebody's duck gun, and uh, one of the first. Uh, things that we did to it was 
cut the barrel down to what is that uh close to 20 24 wasn't it yeah i think, I think we did 24, 24 for yours four, maybe 24 and a little yeah it I was 24 and change because we yeah, didn't we so weren't we sure. wanted most of the obviously it had a full choke on it, it was a duck gun uh, if it didn't have a super full, it was just full. Yeah, it, it was, was. Well, no, it was, it was very tight. Yeah, it was a full, a full thirty-two inch barrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was way too long for me. Okay, it, my stubby little. And it kicked a lot, and it had a. It was a fourteen-inch stock, and it had a, just a plate on the back and everything. And and over, I guess, the course of a year, really, yeah. a year and it took change. Took a year now. to figure it. Yeah, uh, we configured everything on that gun, and in fact, it was. With that we started with the barrel. Yep, we, we started with the barrel. Started the barrel. We did the stock and the pad for we you. We did the stock and the pads. Um, I I just uh, I just finished refinishing it. We we did bluing for you. Uh, yep, I did bluing. Uh, I did you, bluing. We did bluing on that one. That was our one of our first mm, blue jobs. Yeah, I think it was. That was before we had the super black too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he tries everything on my stuff so that when he mine does, looks he great, is, it yeah. looks so, so much better. <laughs> looks amazing That's on what mine. Children are like, uh, <laughs> I'll anyway, inherit it anyway. That is it's my fine. that is my favorite. We, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, because of of uh, how we shoot and where we shoot, sometimes we have to truck a little bit. And uh, to finish it off, I finally did put a sling on it. Uh, we use a sling cap uh, for the front end and just a small uh, removable. Uh, stud combination for for the uh, the the stock end of it. So, because I like it really clean, but the, the little <laughs> the little uh, sling stud. Those are uh, great, is, is, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're little, super it's, good. It's, it's a small enough price to pay if you're lugging a gun anywhere. So, of my shotguns, and I have several. I have uh, doubles, over and unders, and. Uh, autos and we we've got, gone through and had and still have all kinds uh my favorite is a is a remington 870 pump uh i i don't think when when i shoot clays that's that's where i'll start normally uh, you know we may shoot other stuff but it's a 12 gauge um older recovered refurbished Lot, lots it, of love had to be put it, into it. It looks beautiful. Like it looked like somebody left it out in the rain when we first get just beat it up for years and everything. Um, it came as a like I, I've said in the past. I love to find gun deals where you know you people are just trying to dump them and get rid of them. We that, got. I was going to say that one was part of that. that yeah, deal. we traded some tools. Or we something. traded tra- some. I traded some tools. I think an air compressor and a, and a couple uh, uh, trim nailers, and um, they. They had got them from somebody. They had inherited them from somebody, and they just—they were not gun people. They just wanted them out of the house. Um, I was willing to trade them some tools. They wanted to do some refinish work, and they're like, "Just go, just take it, go." And um, we got a couple guns out of that. And um, Buona just—I uh, fell in love with it. He did. After we cut it down, he fell yeah. in love with it. The well, first I, we took it out the first couple times, and it was I, rough. I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really was tried. almost ready to let it go. I. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just see what we can get at a gun show for this because it's not going to do yeah, it. But it was free, basically. It was. So, and, and it's and tough it for someone with an apostrophe in their name to walk away from a free gun. <laughs> We've done it. But not very not often. Not very often. Uh, so we just, he just kept messing with it, and it just kept getting better and better and better. And it, it uh, towards lately, it's the only one he'll take, you know, if we're going shooting. Um, 
Well, we polished the bolt. I mean, we, we yeah, you've you done everything. Polished to the that bolt thing. on it, so it looks nice now. And to be fair, for a nineteen early fifties gun, a shotgun, yeah, I think um, it's as old as I am. And it it's yeah, about it's sixty. Well, it's the fifty three is yeah, when you're. So I think you're so you're a touch it's older. Five years old. Yeah, I mean it's it's all it looks great now. Um, he went through all the internals. He went through the trigger, you know, the trigger mechanism, and just everything cleaned it all. Had it all apart. Put it all back together. Made sure it shined. Polished the bolt. A Every, of it, yeah, everything. Smoothed out any kind of. Uh, sometimes I mean, they get a little wear, so you can flush it's, off. A, it's easily an worth, edge you know, with a hand file. You know, easily worth anything that uh, that modified twelve uh, gauge. It, it is duck truly guns my are, favorite. Um, it fits me. It shoots. It just shoots wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was an and old. And you shoot better with something you like. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now my favorite shotgun has kind of migrated, uh, here recently, um, before, uh, in fact, up until about, about a year ago, it was the mate to the gun that we got in that same in deal. That same deal. Years. We got several guns. Uh, in we got deal. several guns in that one. And what I got was a brand new, never before been shot box. It was still in the paper. <laughs> He said, they said it was taken apart. It wasn't taken well, apart. They said it was, it was never gun put parts. together. Yeah, they said it was, uh, do you want those gun parts in the box? And I said, yes, you're giving them to me. I didn't even look at it. And I brought it, I, I drove straight like an hour from where I was to Buona's place because I didn't know what I had. And I, I said, you know, they said this was gun parts. And I slit the tape, which was the manufacturer's tape, off the box. I flipped open the lid and Buona went, oh, son of a bitch. Do you know what that is? <laughs> and uh, what it was was a brand new, at the time, uh, brand new. It was made in uh, 2016. Uh, it, this was 2017, I think, early 2017 when I when we yeah, when we brought it home. So. so he had bought it, passed away, and never shot it, never opened it. It was a brand new 870 20 gauge Express. And not top of the line by any stretch. Not of top of the line by but any. But brand new out of the box. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's the only new gun, technically new gun, that I, I owned at the time. And uh, we had uh, we had just, uh, I said, well, you know what? It's 20 gauge. I prefer 20s anyway. It's got a removable choke. I'll just shoot this for a little while. So we I shot that. It was my favorite for a long time. Uh, then I got a 12 gauge 870 Wingmaster with a cuts compensator on it. That was my favorite until my daughter informed me that it was hers one day. Uh, I still love it. And I like shooting it and everything. But about four or five months, months ago, yeah, we were at a show and I was looking for something very specific, and I didn't own an over and under. I have many sh many shotguns, too many, is according to my wife. But I have many shotguns, and I was on the lookout for a good quality, cheap or relatively cheap, as over and unders go, twenty gauge, if I could find it, shotgun. And we happened to be at a show that had several in the range that I was, it was looking for. Not even for. a big show. It was no, Alan. Was yeah, it, it was. Uh, no, it was Mesquite. It was Mesquite. The, yeah, yeah, it was the, the Mesquite right. show. It was Mesquite. And uh, tucked away in a corner. Because we canvas everything. Tucked away in a corner was a guy, a private seller, who had brought out guns that he was trying to get rid of, guns he didn't shoot anymore. And sitting in the rack was a 20-gauge over-and-under bicycle. Now, a lot of people will hear, especially overseas, will hear bicycle, and they'll go, ah, crap. Uh-huh. Yep. 
Uh, and you were right some were, time ago. Yeah, <laughs> right after World War II, bikes were uh, made out of mm, leftover tank stuff, <laughs> almost <laughs> the same demanding specifications. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they were of dubious quality. All right, uh, now this this bicycle happens to be about mm, three, four, or uh, five or six years old, and they've come a long way in the last couple of years, and it's actually a really solid. Now it isn't. Fancy. It isn't like buying a Beretta or a Bernelli or something like that. Okay, but it's a very. It's made to be very rugged, very dependable, lasts forever, very solid construction. And I, I happen to like the lines and the style of it. And uh, it was the most expensive shotgun I've ever bought. Uh, but in fact, I had to borrow money from him for a month uh, to uh, to get. It. I didn't have enough cash on me when I bought it, but it was. Was and is just absolutely gorgeous as far as a a moderate, well-crafted shotgun. I love it. It's got uh, rem chokes in it, you know, so it's compatible with anything. And, oh, just a gorgeous little gun. Definitely my favorite shotgun right now. Love it. Love it, love it's it, love beautiful. it. It's beautiful. It really is a pretty shotgun. It, it really is. Bikels have come a long way. It's a uh, little heavy for me, even in a 20, but it's heavy, I mean, weight-wise. Over and unders tend to come in several. There's standards, and there's a medium weight, and the standards are heavy. There's heavy double barrel. Yeah. And Think uh, old English heavy, yeah, you know. That that kind of thing. And and then you go to a more modern. Yeah, the ultralights, yeah. You know, which is what I like to shoot. I like to shoot the ultralights. And, and, uh, well, your triple five is pretty light. Yeah, it is. It's an ultra. It's yeah. an ultralight. So um, you can get over and unders or side-by-sides and uh, all kinds of different weight combinations. His is, is very nice. It's a medium. It's a little heavy for what I like, but but still, in a 20, it's very nice. Oh yeah, um, uh, just uh, it's it's a it's beautifully put together. They they last a long time, and uh, I I was very pleased. So that one right now is my current favorite. Next we'll we'll do rifles, <laughs> and uh, rifles have uh, now shotguns are of course something I I shoot well. Rifles. Not so much. Not so much. I'm better now. <laughs> you you are. You're better much, now. You're better now. I'm much better now. Um, but for most of my life, I had a rifle, and it wasn't uh, wasn't something I used a whole lot. But um, recently, uh, my favorite rifle is something I stole. Um, <laughs> he does mean that literally. There uh, was yeah. no cash, no compensation, <laughs> no, no nothing. I'm the one he stole it from. Uh, he brought it over, and I went, ah, it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> it's my fault. Uh, so and what he did is he brought over, because I'd been refinishing things in kind of an antique uh, and, and kind of uh, a pattern. A dark. Just a yeah, dark yeah. kind of uh, finish because I was doing old, water-based Old things. English oil type yeah. look. And uh, I, he, you know, this would look great on a rifle. I've got. I, I'm going to bring it over, and why don't you have a look at it? I said, Yeah, sure, no problem. Said, Do you remember this one? I said, No. So we brought it over. God, I hadn't had it out in years. Oh, it was, it was tucked away, and I mean, I had it when I was in a service. It was the yeah. the pine. It, what was what was the address on that one? On the uh, case that it was in. Yeah, it was Pine Lawn, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, no. That had been Mississippi. It's Mississippi, yeah. It's so Pine Bluff. It's, yeah, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just... Old, old. We, we didn't take that out of the case very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So what he pulled out of this ancient case was a Remington 22 Fieldmaster. Uh, what is it? 572? 572. Yeah, uh, 572 Fieldmaster. And what that is, what it essentially is, is a Remington 870 and 22 caliber. <laughs> okay? it's It feels like an 870, especially my 870, which is a 20-gauge 20, 20 Express. It feels like a very wasp-wasted 870. And it tucks perfectly. It's long for a 22. It was actually too big for me. Uh, when I was like 15, 16, because I was pretty skinny, pretty small. I'm a little bigger than that now. Um, it's perfect for a full-grown man. And uh, I saw that thing and went, oh, I'm having that. So I went ahead and, and refinished it and re-blued it and made sure everything was tight and put a, a, a red dot, green dot scope on it and tucked it in my closet. Uh, <laughs> you going to give that back? No, no, <laughs> it's it's mine. No, <laughs> I pulled a Scott. <laughs> this is mine now, right? It's mine. <laughs> Where is it? He said, you can see it. <laughs> you can even borrow it. I'll bring it to any shoot we go to. But it's coming home with me. And it uh, did. We were right. When, when you uh, when you put that dark stuff on it, the oh, dark look, stain gorgeous. And, uh, you know, it was it looked like an old English hand rub dark oil finish is what it looked like. And uh, boy, it just brought out the. The, the age and the, the, the lines of the, the rifle, he did a really nice job with it. Of course, I was going to uh, keep it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on processes that you tried on other guns of mine, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I was hoping to get this one back. Yeah, no. Never, never left his house. No, um, I love it. I absolutely, because anything, like I said, anything like an 870, I love 870s. I love the way they're put together and everything. And this, this essentially feels like a small 870. I mean, the, even the rack on the slide, because it's a pump action 22, even the rack on the slide feels like an 870. I'm like, well, it's mine. Well, uh, that's okay. I got some of mine back anyway. Yeah. Because my favorite rifle yeah, you is did. one that I basically, now I paid him for it because I'm a, a nicer more balanced person than my son was. Yeah, and let's I blame go with all that. Of that sure. on his mother. But um, <laughs> he came home one day that he had, had gotten a trade, and uh, there were, again, several firearms involved. And uh, we opened the case on a Marlin 336. Now, Marlin 336 lever action rifle in 3030 uh, is not hugely expensive. It's not like buying a high caliber target weapon that you're going to shoot you know mile and a half with you know in 270 to to shoot longhorn anything <laughs> with you know it's not like that it's not something you take to montana to shoot you know long range but it is an excellent hunting rifle it is it's a beautiful little and it, it, in 3030 is one of my favorite calibers 30 out 6 308 3030 the 30 caliber family is probably my preference in in a rifle and uh, we popped the top on this, and uh, it had an ugly sling on it, uh, which yeah, it we did. fixed. Okay, uh, it came with a scope, you know, a three by nine, beautiful scope. And uh, I had took it out of the thumb, box. Uh, the thumb, it had a thumb hammer yeah, on it, thumb hammer. Uh, so you could actually work the hammer of of the lever action with the scope on it, uh, which is a nice. I think we talked about that in accessories, but. Um, it had everything I was looking for, okay? <laughs> and uh, I got to set the price. <clears throat> so uh, I did, okay? 
and significantly under market value. Uh, I took that Marlin 336 home. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it, it is the only large rifle I own. I don't own a large caliber rifle. Yeah, I don't I, think you had any other like large caliber rifles for a long time. Uh, yeah, since not I since was the 270. Yeah. I bought the 270 when we were in the service because we were... Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen pictures that was a of Remington you with 700 them. BDL. Yeah. So that 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 was a really nice bolt action rifle, uh, but I don't like it near as much as I like this little thirty thirty. Oh, it's just short. It's nice. light. Yeah, you carry it. You can do whatever you want. Of course, it's a tube fed magazine, so it's quick. It cleans really, really difficult. You know, you just. Take the 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 thing, <laughs> it just falls out. I mean, you put the hammer <laughs> half back, to pop a pin, and out comes the bolt. So, uh, the only the only thing you have to watch in cleaning it is you don't ram the bolt home because then you have no lever to. Uh, yeah, you're done to, now. Uh, <laughs> you have no lever to un unlock it. <clears throat> so you're you're into a long. Uh, but but we didn't do that, uh, <laughs> and it is my favorite rifle. So if I grab a rifle rifle. Um, that's, that's what I grab in it. And, uh, it's a little light in color. I prefer my rifles and, and shotguns darker. Uh, this one is blondish. Yeah. And we'll fix I'm that concerned. one day. It's just, it's it, just too there's hot right no now. no need to, you know, yeah. it's just, we don't use it that much. And uh, I think a box of shells lasts me longer than a year. So. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot you need to bring was, bust out a thirty thirty four around your house. Not, but. not around me. So anyway, <laughs> but as rifles go, it's a beautiful it is, rifle. It is, and it's my favorite for all of all of uh, all of almost anything. <laughs> so uh, in in a rifle category. So. Uh, let's see here. In, Pistols. Oh God, that's going to be tougher. Uh yeah, uh, why don't why don't you do pistols there, oh, big boy? Are you sure you don't want to get your half engraved, re re cut, re blued, re everything right. that's still not finished in uh, there? <laughs> How long that's, have you been kinda, working on this? That's kind of unfair, year, isn't it? A year and a half, two years, three years, four God, years? Yeah, three and change <laughs> years now. I've been working on that damn gun. Um, well, well, I guess with that kind of introduction, I'll go first. Uh, my favorite pistol uh, was was one I fell in love with. God, when I was a a kid, yeah, I, I, I love this. Um, I had them as a kid. It was my. It was it, you know, and everybody when I was a kid, they still did toy guns, like toy cap guns that looked like real guns. Before they started putting orange caps on them and crap like that. And my favorite was always a Smith and Wesson uh, Smith and Wesson thirty eight special. Loved it. Loved it. That was, it was just, I loved seeing the hammer come back and the cylinder rotate and it just felt good in your hand and everything. Uh, and then uh, a friend of uh, the family took us out when I was, God, what was I, 17? Something like that. About that. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was uh, Joe uh, took us out. Uh, Mr. Joe took us out to a range and I got a hold of several guns. Um, now he, everybody was shooting stuff like automatics and there were some rifles and he had an M1 Grand and he had some cool stuff, but two guns he had. Uh, one was a smaller framed 357 and the other one was a 38 Special. Medium frame 38 Special. And I fell in love with it. And from that, that particular day, one was a military one. That was, yeah, I mean it was that was an M and P. Yeah, um, and I I loved it, absolutely loved it. And years later, uh, when we started doing uh, guns for fun, uh, we started doing uh, uh, 
uh, gun shows and everything like that, I would cruise every show, and Buono would say, what are you looking for? And I'd have the thing I was looking for and and a 38 special <laughs> and a Smith 38 special. And we we went to shows for, God, years, uh, years before. Now, I am a tightwad, so... Like they have a thirty-eight special at any gun show, you're gonna there is going to be one, uh, but they're pretty pricey. Uh, wheel guns have not gotten cheaper over the last uh, ten, fifteen years, and a good one will cost you anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred dollars. And if you want it nickel plated or chromed, you're looking at the seven number, not the not the five number. So I was looking for a cheap, which one. he didn't want to spend. By <laughs> I the was way. not going to spend that, uh, and so. I wasn't carrying enough for him to borrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's nice. Move along. You you have four hundred fifty dollars? No. How much do you have of it? Three hundred. Mm, no, it looks like you're going to be sol tonight, son. Uh, so we, we keep going in. Well, uh, about, uh, sometime last year, we, I found one, uh, for, it was, uh, about 150 bucks. Wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. It was, it was under 200. It was in rough. $200 shape. It was in rough shape. All right. It was, it was, I think it was Mark 175. He brought it down to 150. Um, it was in rough shape. Uh, it was old, 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 not, not pre-war, but just post-wars. Uh, we dated it to 1948. Had a six-digit serial number, which Bonus said, "Uh, son, this is older than me." Um, he was correct. Uh, so I finally got my four-inch tube medium frame. It's not even a K; it predates the Ks. Okay, so I mean, this is it's it's been a while, right? So, but it was a, basically a, a medium frame or K frame police uh, revolver. Police revolver. It was a police revolver. Had a serial number, had a if we flipped it over, it also had a serial number. I I wondered what the second serial number was. It was for the police department. I found out it came from the Detroit Police Department in 1948. Um had a had a little uh, uh number from it and all that kind of thing. So it was it was actually some it was a detective's revolver uh basically. Um from the holster and and all the rest of that stuff. So it's super cool. Loved it. Needed a lot of love. Still needs some love. Um, I have done everything I can think to do <laughs> to to bring this gun back to life. Um, it was basically originally, of course, blued. It was not not blue um, when I got it. Well, it was blue in a couple of places. <laughs> yeah, where, where nothing could rub on it. There was some blue. No holster, like, no hands, no nothing. That yeah, part was blue. Yeah, the front of the cylinder was blue. The uh, the butt strap of the gun was blue. Uh, that was about it. But it uh, had some rust problems, had some blue problems, uh, had some worn parts, it had a boogered screw, uh, the handles were shot, all that kind of th- stuff. I've brought it back mostly. I want to get it engraved and everything. But, uh, yeah, Bona constantly makes fun. So, you're 38 done yet? No. <laughs> but, yeah, that one's my favorite pistol. Well, mine, mine is a little different. Mine, uh, we had done some horse trading and things like that, and, of course, when you have children, sometimes you go through a phase where you need to get rid of things. And one of the things that I got rid of uh, when we first started having children was an old Ruger pistol, 22. And it was an old Ruger Mark. God, it was either a one or a two. It was, well, how I don't it was old as, All those old, older than ago. Sean is. We'll just go there, okay? <laughs> and I'm over 40. <laughs> so it was it was up there. And uh, when we were doing 
trading and things like that, I decided that one of the things that I really wanted was I would like a replacement for that Ruger. And uh, I wanted it with a threaded barrel and uh, wanted the short version, not the long target version. And I decided that I'd go out and get one. Well, I found one. And not very many in a gun show, even new, uh, occasionally have threaded barrels. They go kind of quick. And I found a Ruger Mark III with a threaded barrel. And when we got it, Sean just assumed that that's all I was going to do to it. No, I replaced virtually everything. Everything. <laughs> I've replaced the sights. I've replaced the trigger. I've re uh, I, We just fixed it. If there was a kit to fix it, we fixed it. And uh, it's just unrecognizable is rips, what it is. Sights. It, well, no, you can recognize it. It's it's a Ruger, obviously. You put it next to uh, a standard Ruger Mark III, and it looks like you have some kind of different version of it. It is almost completely unrecognizable. It shoots so smooth. <laughs> we we not only put a, a target trigger and a target shoe on on the trigger, but um, we honed it. Uh, all I mean, I I used to do a little knife sharpening, and so hones and stones and files and uh, those kind of things are very uh, comfortable for me to to work with. And uh, this thing, it, it's not a hair trigger or anything like that, but it's very very smooth. And uh, you just lay it, just, just it just lays in your hands. Uh, we we've done custom grips before. We modified this one a little bit. Um, it's just probably the smoothest firing, small, four-inch, twenty-two caliber Ruger Mark III that that I'd seen. And I'm not a, I'm not, I know many of you don't like Rugers because they have the difficulty to clean them. Uh, just as a side note, didn't matter to me because um, the instructions are, are actually quite accurate as, and it goes together really quick. But if that was anything stopping you from a Ruger, the Mark IVs, uh, have a single pin release that that allows you to put it all back together, and it goes together really quick. Uh, the 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 pistol itself is. It, some people think it was modeled after a, a Luger. It's not. It's actually modeled after a Japanese pistol, a Nambu, uh, used in World War II. But the 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 difference between the Luger or the the similarities between a Ruger and a Nambu is uh, pretty much how they sit in your hand. They're very, very clean, um, unlike a forty-five that was modeled after a, a, a drill, a hand drill. Uh, these were modeled uh, for, for shooting, in my opinion. There's more angle to the grip, a little thinner grip. Um, it's just very, very comfortable pistol. And of all the pistols I have, and I have more than he does, um, that's, that's my favorite, not only to look at but to shoot. I don't like it for for, for <laughs> yeah, and that's that's uh, that's a theme here. Most of our favorites are not anybody else's favorites, exactly. You know, even in the family, you're going to shoot that again. Why oh, would you? God, why are you? Don't you have anything else? <laughs> um, you know what? Let's uh, for and I know it's not a firearm per se, but it is a gun, uh, and it's something that we actually shoot more of when it's hot and when we have kids with us than anything else, and we can do a uh, favorite pellet gun. Um, if, if you've listened to the cast recently, you'll know that there have been several developments in the last 10 years, uh, of pellet guns. 
And I just recently got one for I think it was seventy five bucks or something like that at at, uh, at Walmart, and it's the uh, Crossman F four. Uh, it's a nitro brake barrel, uh, nitrogen brake barrel rifle. Um, got lots more power than the old Pelicans used to. Um, simple, clean, comes with a scope. You know, it's all barrel brake. Yeah, it's 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 no pump. Yeah, no, no pump. Just break the barrel once, pop it back up, load a pellet, pop it back up, and let it fly. Uh, it is just a beautiful system. I don't particularly shoot terribly well with a rifle, but I can shoot with this. Um, yeah, he left a scope on it. It does pretty well. Yeah. Actually, just to save time, it's also my favorite pellet rifle uh, as well. Um, you got a different version than I, I got, did, but a it's the same. Version it's of the it same thing. I, I, I cleaned it a little differently. I I uh, I don't use a scope. I but on a pellet rifle, I needed something other than I. This particular one doesn't come with sights. iron sights. Yeah. So uh, I threw a red dot on it and it does fine for me. I I like it. Yeah. There's. It's just. It's just. A, if you're doing a pellet rifle, it's just the the way to go. It's just way better. Okay. Now we're here. We have runner up, and I know you have a runner-up because we just got it like yeah, a couple months ago I, of, of my runners up uh, it, it would have to be the browning sa-22 um, <laughs> god i love it I, I i just not only is it small it takes apart it's clean it shoots well it's a bottom eject uh, a rear stock load uh it's just got so many features it's one of the last guns that john browning actually designed uh, Browning is not anxious to change it. There are a few recommendations that I would have made, <laughs> but that's a very, very small and only to the sighting system. Um, cause it, you know, if you, if you shot the thing as a kid, you remember it and it was great. And I did, and I've always wanted another one. It, however, is more expensive than several of my shotguns. And my rifle put together, so uh, they're they're a little pricey. But it is it is my runner up. If I had to pick a runner up of everything, what would it be? It would be that. And as long as we're closing out and doing things, I'm tell you what my least favorite gun is. Ah. The one that I dislike the most, but can't get rid of. Do you know what it is? But can't get rid of. So you own? I own. Uh, yeah, my least favorite gun that I own that I cannot get rid of. The least favorite gun that you cannot get rid of. I don't know. When I was very young, uh, and I do mean really young, before children, still in the service, just married, one of the things I did was I bought my wife. Oh a my gun. God, I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I bought my wife a 22 caliber single shot rifle. And uh, they still make those, but this particular one. Uh, was very inexpensive. Uh, it was a break. O- it was not even a break open. It is a swing open skeleton, twenty two. It's got like parkinized open stock with tube uh, to complete the bottom of it. It's awful. It's got sights that you could. <laughs> you, can, you there's no need to even look at them. Okay, just just point it. It's ugly. But my wife can hit a tennis ball at hundred and fifty yards. Iron sight. With, with, with that thing, and I've tried to get her to, here, let me take it to a gun show, and, and, and we'll get something nice for you. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It takes up a gun case. It takes up a, a, a spot where I have to store all my stuff. It's just ugly. It, and, of course, it's versatile. It shoots anything, long, long rifle, shorts, doesn't matter. 
uh, I've shot bird shot through it because it doesn't matter in the right <laughs> way. I don't give fly anything about that gun, but I can't get rid of it, and it is my least favorite gun that I own. Ah, uh, well, do it. Does it have to be a gun that that you own? No, no, it doesn't have to be uh, okay, that. Okay, because uh, I do have one that is my least favorite, um, and it's for me. It's it's uh, I've shot them before. Um, I don't like it in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't see a need for it. I don't. I don't. That's it. it. Soften your opinions. Huh? Um, I'm sure the manufacturer will appreciate. Well, it. you know they can argue with me all they want. It's it's uh, there's not a need for this. Um, you know, it's a it's a Desert Eagle Tri Barrel fifty cal. Oh, that good pistol. God! I hate that. I hate it. There's no there other than you know it's a, it's a, you know compensating for other things. Um, the, the, every time you see one come out, the person carrying it is an idiot. It's like why did you why did you <laughs> well, buy there you that? go, son? It, it's, that'll call our listeners. Uh, well, like what well, we've you, lost how many of those? Why do you need that? There's no reason for it. Like normal people can't shoot it because you feel like your wrists are gonna snap. Um, there's it's not a hunting gun. It's not. I mean, if you're gonna do personal defense. Uh, Let's just they use it for silhouette shooting. Blow that's our eardrums only, off. That's about the no only thing. No police it, force it, carries. The, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a dirty hairy gun. It's used for is good silhouette shooting, and that's because you can. I mean, yeah, take half the silhouette down. It's it's, it's get uh, a forty four mag. That at least has a purpose. All right. There's no reason well, there for it. There are people it. who argue that with you as well. You know, <laughs> there you have to be pretty good size to be able to shoot a full. All right, Tackleberry. You know, I, I mean, I get it, but there's no reason for that gun. There really isn't. So you draw the line between how many uh, millimeters between a 44 mag and a 50? Okay. Because the 44 mag's a revolver. Okay. <laughs> By definition, that yeah, makes well, it better. Well, there used better. to be a 44 auto mag auto That's loader. true. That's true. Okay. There it is. That's a pretty gun. Also useless, um, but <laughs> I, I never own one. But I do like them. I never, never own one. They just look good. Okay? <laughs> it's not one of my favorite, but it looks so good. It looks and you can good. see them at a gun show. I mean, oh no, they're well, I'd like to handle that. I'm thinking about buying one. I'm thinking about buying squat, but I love just to hold it. <laughs> it's like the uh, the twelve thousand dollar German put together thing. Yes, I'd like to pick that up. Are you going to buy that? No. No. <laughs> you can take a picture if you want. Yeah, yeah but don't, don't. We're not going to handle it. Yeah, you're not going to. Don't okay. pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> he put a picture of that somewhere on the I did. Pot, I did. It was uh, yeah. when we went to the thing. I was I'd never it's on seen on the one. site somewhere. Yeah, it's gorgeous. God, it was gorgeous. You know, handmade. Um uh, but yeah, I just I, the the DE50s I I just can't get there from here. Um but yeah, look, everybody's got one. Well, uh, um, I'm sure all you people who work at Desert Eagle are going to call it who who actually benefit. You remember who manufactured that? Desert Eagle? Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I thought they were their own manufacturer. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, it's yeah. It's still no. Whatever armory manufacturing <laughs> yeah. company you are, I'm sorry. Send your hate mail to I'm, Sean, and I know you've podcast. sold a bunch of them. Okay. Oh, there's so a couple it, around. You, you all don't right. have to tell me your marketing numbers. I I know that they uh, <laughs> they do not fly off the shelf, but they they go. I think your target audience, no pun intended, is probably a Needs little a on the younger side. That's but what you need. But, uh, well, that's uh, right. it's, and it is definitely one of those like macho man guns. I can't you know? say that I hate it. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, oh, come on. It's big I triangular. I hate the skeleton gun more than I do the M16. All right. Now, that's saying a lot. We'll yeah. get into that another time. I was going to say, I was surprised the M16 wasn't your yeah. least favorite gun. 
Well, well, you had to carry one of those in the jungle, though. Only once. Only <laughs> once, okay? You get off an airplane and they hand you a gun, you know it's wrong. All right? But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> this is bad. This, this, is, this is wrong. I'm in the Air Force, okay? This is wrong. This is I don't wrong, want one of wrong. these. I need a tool bag. Does anybody have a tool bag? <laughs> yeah, he's heard this story more than once, I'm afraid. We'll talk about that another time. I think this one's just about done. All right. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. And feel free to send us your favorite gun, your least favorite gun, whatever you got. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. Take care. On behalf of Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, Check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.